Hi, everybody. It's episode 450 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. Wednesday, March 29th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Yeah. Yeah. You called me? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Drew, how, how's your head doing? Better. You're not, no, not dizzy and, and nauseous anymore? No candles jumped on it this week. Now, like, I, I have to ask, like, was this, like, a, like, was it hard enough that, like, a normal person would have been concussed? Or, like, is it just because, like, you have been hit in the head so many times that you were mildly concussed? I'm going to say that I, I think most people would have not felt real good about how that went. But my history of concussions probably made it worse. That's that's fair. Like, it was one of those, you know, fairly big three-wick candles. Like in the glass mm-hmm. jars? Yeah, in a glass jar that had never been used yet so it was still full wax so you know and it fell a good like foot and a half onto the back of my head you need you need you need to stop putting your head under candles you know like fair also are you sure this wasn't like a failed attempt at um killing you by your wife like had you done something had you done something that day to piss her off i I (laughs) can neither confirm nor deny (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also, me and Cobb had a lengthy discussion on how we have to protect you on last week's episode. I don't know if you... I did. Yeah, we, we, yes. des- we decided for your birthday next year we're just going to get you a nice helmet. Okay. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were thinking about, like, a football ha- helmet without the mask. All right. Because, like, this they have all would... the concussion protocol stuff. Yeah, and, so... and it, it would protect the back and top of the head. Uh-huh. So, yeah. great for concerts, you know. So, some random crowd surfer comes mm-hmm. over, you know. They're not going I... to be able to hit your head. Or at least, like, you know, again, it's still football-related. You get the old-timey leather football helmets, because those probably protect from concussions as well, right? Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure nobody I'm sure. ever got concussions in the early 1900s exactly. playing football. Exactly. I'm I sure mean, have you ever heard about people with concussions in the early 1900s? I don't think have they understood someone... that brains were a thing in the early 1900s. <laughs> the question is, have you ever met someone from the early 1900s who's ever had a concussion? Probably. They're... Concussions are fake. They're not real. Like, they're just all made up. It's this conspiracy from the government. It's just a new age <laughs> thing over the past 20 years. People started to make up. You've never had a concussion, have you? No. I've actually uh, slipped and fell on the front of my forehead, uh, hitting my cast iron tub in my bathroom. And as far as I know, I didn't have I mean, good for you in that case. I was probably, like, I was leaning down, and when I slipped and fell, I was maybe like, a foot or two away from, like, the edge that I smacked. Um, but, yeah, as far as I know, I've, I've, I haven't, I don't think I've ever really bumped my head that hard to actually get one. Um, I might, I might have back when I was younger, but now, I don't remember. When, apparently, when, apparently un- I fell downstairs in a walker once. And, under uh, 12 years sex. old, you can't get them. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely <Really>? not. Really? <laughs> because, like, I do, there was one time I did bump my head on the, the roof of the car, on the ceiling of the car once. No, like, your and... brain hasn't fully grown to the size of your skull yet, so it has it has more room and cushion. <laughs> so, like... Cobb, Cobb, you're talking to me. My brain hasn't grown to the full size of my skull at all yet, either. That's Maybe that's why you've never had a concussion. Could be. I've definitely had at least one minor that I know of. Yeah, they're not fun. No, you, you feel kind of bad for a little while afterwards. Yeah. And, like, with you, because you've had so many of them, like, it's not just, like, a couple hours, it's, like, a couple days. <laughs> Yeah, what was, what was, fortunately, what this was, was only a couple hours, but, like, 
the rest of that day, I was teetering on if I was going to throw up. Oh, yeah, that sucks. What was the dude's name from Not Another Team Movie consistently on Concussion Protocol? I think it was like Reggie something. I've never seen it. You've never seen Not Another Team Movie? That's a solid movie. I mean, that's the one with um, Chris Evans, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I know enough of it just through osmosis, but I've never actually sat down and watched it. But, like, there was there was a running gag in it where every time there's a football game, it's, like, however many concussions he has left before he has to stop playing. And he gets a concussion or two every game. Um, and at one, he's after, he's under zero concussions, and they have him tied up to, the to like, two players surrounding him because he's, like, their best defensive player or something. I don't really remember. But, like, it was a running gag. Of You're doing a stellar job telling the story. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a silly bit from a movie that you, it would, it makes better sense to watch it in the movie than it does for somebody to explain it. Man, that movie probably does not hold up anymore. Oh, I'm sure it's fucking oh, hot garbage at this point. Oh, yeah. Speaking of hot garbage, Rich, what's on the agenda? Huh. <laughs> um, well, new from a few weeks ago, CS2. I can't remember what's. We'll talk Counter about it. Counter-Strike 2. Counter-Strike 2. I guess. Probably not. Um, Druton and Cobb played the Diablo 4 beta. Yep. Uh, I, uh, finally beat Tales of Arise after a month. Fucking 55 plus hours. Um, and then we all should have watched the Muppet movie. Yep. And then pretend, and then, yeah, Cobb watched other movies. No other yeah. movies ever existed. I don't know what Cobb's talking about. No other yeah. movies exist. They are not as good as the Muppet movie, but they exist. Okay. Fair. So I have the the wrong the wrong year in there. Um, wow! But it, yeah, Rich, it, it is in fact Counter Strike Two. Yeah, right? really? they're making a sequel to Counter Strike. You know, the game from twenty five years ago. I, I did not know that. Well, like they they have iterated on Counter Strike in the last twenty five years. Yeah, but never a, a number two. Yeah, there's never a number two. There's only had, been Counter Strike. two other Counter Strike games since then. There was Counter Strike, and then Counter. The, then they had like Condition Zero. Well, and it's then they Source, had and then Source. Go. Well, Condition Zero was something. It, I don't know. I think a, that was like, supposed to be more. More like that's more like Counter Strike one point six. Yeah, but and like then Source, and then Go. Yeah, it's finally now. It's two. But, like, That's Global why. Offensive is at least a decade old now, right? God, is Go that old? I probably I want to say it was, like, 2011, I 2012. Uh, oh, God. 2012. Wait, did... Oh, yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't think Go was that old, but... August 21st, 2012. Damn. That's... So, there have been quite a few iterations, though. Because you're right, Rich. So, there was, there was Counter-Strike in 2000, and then there was Condition Zero, Source... And Neo all in 2004. But I think Source was like the, the like, Source like is the, the proper engine. Yeah. Like, remake. that's like the proper iteration on the original. Yeah. And then you had yeah. Counter Strike Online in 2008. Um, and then Global Offensive in 2012. Online 2 in 2013. Um, they like added China. Uh, yeah. Pro- yeah, probably. Um, they added a zombie version in 2014, and then yeah, 2023 Counter Strike Two. Jeez, maybe maybe that means we're that much closer to getting Half Life. No, three. Nope. No, we're never getting Half Life three. Like it is actually kind of wild that that this got announced, and it's slated to actually release in like this summer. It's in some form of closed beta right now. Yeah, apparently it has to do with like 
Actually, Drew, with, for how much you have probably played Counter-Strike, I'm surprised you didn't get any sort of, like, anything for it. Because um, it, it had to do with, um like, your standing on your Steam account, like, like how active your Steam account is, and if and how much Counter-Strike you have played. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a bit since I've played much Counter-Strike. So, so m- maybe they're looking why. for more recent, um, yeah. recently active in Counter-Strike then. But ho- hopefully they go, they just do like a full open beta soon, um, just so people can like test it out. And apparently, I, I actually didn't know this, I'm just reading it on Wikipedia, it is a free upgrade to Global Offensive. Yeah. Which is cool. So, yeah, after 23 years, an official Counter-Strike 2. They're building it on, on Source 2, so it'll be the, you know, the latest and greatest from 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, like, Source 2 is also what, like, Half-Life Alex used. Um, yeah. I think they use it for a bunch of their um, VR stuff outside of Half-Life Alex. Yeah, I'm sure they used it for... Um, oh, Aperture uh, Desk Job. Aperture Desk Job, that's what, that's what I was trying to... They ported Dota 2 to, uh, to Source 2. I mean, like, it's funny, like, Valve has, like, this, like, proprietary engine. They release, like, one game every 16 years, though. So it's like, why not just use Unreal, guys? (laughs) Because, I mean, they have all the money in the world because of Steam. They don't need to do that. I mean, you're not not wrong. And, like, I'm sure Source probably had more games. Oh, yeah, like, Source had a ton of games from all different developers. Just, they were just, um, licensing it. Like, Left 4 Dead. Which is a Valve game, yeah. I forgot. Like both yeah, of those were on the original like, source. Yeah. Um I'm I'm looking for a game with a recognizable name that isn't a Valve game, and I keep going like <laughs> Oh uh, Oh Postal Three. Uh, Postal Three was made in source, guys. <laughs> you sure that wasn't Valve? Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I know it wasn't Valve. Contagion? I remember that game from a few years ago. I think I have that. Uh you may have. I think it might have been like a a free thing. Yeah, I have it. Oh, wow, they were still releasing games in this, like, as of just a few years ago. Like, post-Source 2. Those games must have been in development before Source. Or before Source 2, I should say. I didn't know Source 2 was a thing. Probably. Oh, and actually, Titanfall, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends were all actually developed on Source SDKs. They were, like, updated or, or like, ported afterwards, but they were made with Source. <laughs> and, like, I think the big thing with the Source engine is, like, the, um, uh... Uh, what the fuck is it called? Like the the physics. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like Half Life Two was like the first game where like you could you know like ragdoll things and like pick up anything and like throw it and it would actually like behave like that actual object would behave. Yeah, yeah. The Source Engine was the first major game engine that had really good detailed physics, and they, I mean, since then they've gotten good physics from other engines, but. Yeah, maybe Source 2 is, like, enhanced on that, and, may- and maybe it's Tom Worms, I'm sure. I don't really know. I don't look this stuff up. Well, so, I know, like, so- uh, like I tried Half-Life Alex once, and it, like, it is probably the best demonstration of what VR is. Like, in that, like, walking around in that game, and um, at the very beginning of the game, there's, like, you walk into a room, and there's, like, a whiteboard, and there are fucking dry erase markers and a dry erase eraser thing, like just there and you can pick it up and you can just write on the dry erase board um and it behaves exactly as you would expect it to you can throw the marker it bounces off the wall and rolls and tumbles and stuff like that like like the physics in that game are incredible for you know being a fucking pc game on a vr headset yeah 
but yeah, I was I was shocked when I heard Counter Strike two, and it seems like a lot of other people were too. Like I I forget when it was announced. I don't think it was last week. It might have been the week before. It might have actually been between our recordings. Um, I meant to actually bring it up last week, but I figured with Drew not on, like Rich, you weren't going to have much to say about about Counter Strike. I mean, I used to play Counter. I played Source a lot. Um, probably not as much as for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, like, I, I'm sure the hours you have in Counter Strike Source don't even like match what like Drew has like in like the least played <laughs> version of it. According to Steam right now, it's 84 minutes, but I think I played it a lot more before they started tracking. Do you want to guess um, my source play time? 1300 hours. Uh, I'm gonna go th- uh, 30 hours. Uh, 152 hours. I was close. I was gonna say no, but by prices right rules, you did win. Yeah, well, even even if I did go over, it still would have been closer. No, if you went if, o- I... if you went over, we both lose. Have you never seen the yeah. prices right? No, I've seen the prices. I was just saying, even if you, even you, you had thirteen hundred is so much further away from three hundred thirty. No, I mean you're not wrong, but also this is prices right rules. We would have both missed out on the showcase showdown. <laughs> it's true. True. Neither one of us are getting random kitchen appliances and shitty um jet skis. Like, like jet skis. Thank you. I was gonna say ski do, but I'm like, no, that's not the word I mean. Um, that we don't need. What's a ski do? It goes down a mountain. And so, honestly, if I have 152 <laughs> hours of Counter Strike Source, I probably have 550 hours of Counter Strike 1.6. But Steam didn't exist to track all that time. Yeah, it, I don't have any time tracked from regular Counter-Strike, which I'm sure I played a bit of that. So Yeah, I have 40 minutes, I, according to Steam. Yeah, so Steam, Steam back when I played it, because I, I know I played a lot of Counter-Strike, um, and I know I played a decent amount of Counter-Strike Source. It just, it was, when I played it, they didn't start, they weren't tracking time. I mean, even I actually played, like, a, let's call it respectable amount of the original Counter-Strike. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't, like, I've definitely, like played source and i'm pretty sure i've at least tried global offensive once or twice but definitely played more of like the original than anything just because like we used to go to that place in audubon mm-hmm. yeah we did i mean anytime i i only went twice with you. um and we we when we did that we mostly played friggin battlefield we played a fair amount of battlefield during that yeah i mean sure. like we regularly jumped around in games there too, because like they had they had yeah Battlefield Counter Strike, they had um like Age of Empires and stuff like that, like the the strategy mm-hmm. RPG stuff mm-hmm. that I was always very bad at. I would just kind of like send a bunch of fucking soldiers out and wait to see what happened. I'm still bad at those games, so nothing has changed there. <laughs> but yeah, and it, uh, Drew, do you think you're gonna like boot up Counter Strike Two when it actually drops? Oh, for sure, I'll probably. Do- I assume you own Global Offensive. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Global Offensive. I feel like Global Offensive was free. Oh, I thought. I'm pretty sure Go was free. I, like, I thought it started. I totally thought it started as like a a fucking phone game. No, that I can confirm. Is that I didn't realize. Yeah, oh yeah, Glo- oh, yeah it is Offensive free. is free. For some reason, apparently, I thought that that one actually cost money. Apparently, I have it ignored, which I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I hit ignore on that. Maybe you know. Steam used to do a thing where it would be like, is this a game you want or don't? And I probably just clicked that. Not that I didn't want it, but I just didn't really care to play it at the time. So I probably hit no or something. But yeah, I, I it's it's straight up free. I can I can download it now. Well, go ahead and download it, and then maybe you can play on your stream tomorrow. No, we're doing um, Sea of Thieves tomorrow. Well, you play a little Counter-Strike to get warmed up. That's not how that works. Sure it is. 
Not really. Man, what do you know? But if I'm playing anything to get warmed up, it'd be more Apex, more practice. Yeah, but what if you played a game where you died really fast, so you got had to get really good at shooting? So Apex. Uh, you die infinitely faster in Counter Strike than you do in Apex. I, I know, I know. But so, matches in, in Counter Strike are a lot faster. Especially, it's probably been long enough since you've played Counter Strike. You will probably just spawn dead. <laughs> probably, probably. Actually, before we move on to like real stuff, um, one other like news thing that I didn't even think to add on here. Um, did you guys see the the stuff I shared the other day about multiverses? Oh yeah, oh that it's uh the shutting down for a little bit or something for like, like a year. Yeah, it's not launching again until sometime like early next year. But like they're claiming it was just in open beta for the last year plus. Um, and like like I looked, they're on like season three. They've been running fucking seasons, and they the game has microtransactions. Uh huh. But like it was open beta, and they're now just taking the entire game offline for a year. All right. I mean, look, if I know one of you had said, because I, I saw, I quickly saw the message when you were talking about it, how like they're not doing refunds for people. And like, I'm sure if you go to them and be like, hey, you should, re-, like, if you fight it, you could probably get a refund. But honestly, if they truly do plan on bringing this back out in a year, then there's, I, as long as you, I have all my shit again, then fine. Don't refund me. But you, this game better be fucking out. And that's the thing. Like, there's no guarantee that they're, retaining any data because they're 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 calling it a beta and like from what i could tell like in just a little bit of like reading some articles it was never described as like an open beta prior to that maybe it was and it just it was like not well publicized that that was the idea but it also seems like they just kind of sprung this whole we're taking the game offline in two months Mm -hmm. um i mean i do pretty fairly remember it being listed as a beta but i I'm shocked that it's like, oh yeah, okay, it was a beta. It's going to be gone for a year. Like, what? Gone for a year, and like to run the game for a year as a beta, to run seasons during the beta, and to offer like in-game purchases just seems like you know, like at least at least give people like a guarantee, like all their shit will still be there, which I have not seen yet. And that's that's the thing. If your shit's not there when it comes back, then that's when you demand the refund. It's WB though, so like the fuck do they care? I mean, yeah, but still, you demand the refund, and a, a class action lawsuit, people get their money back. Like, if they don't give you your shit back, you are entitled for your money back. You're entitled for recompensation. If you, they don't give you what you bought back. Almost guaranteed that was in the EULA that they don't have to. That it was a yeah. beta, and all purchases are final. Like, yeah. and so, refunds. like... It's an unfortunate, like, well, you should have read the, the terms of service, but, like, also those things are so long and so full of nonsense to, so that people don't read them. It, yes. I, but, like, I also, I also agree with you on the point of, like, I didn't know it was an open beta. I didn't know it was a beta test. I thought that the game was out. And honestly, I don't understand. That's the one thing I don't understand is why they're taking it down. Like, if it needs that much work, then patch it in. Continue to keep work. But, like, the game, from the people I saw who I've seen who played it and who liked it, they enjoyed the game. They thought it was a very well done game. It was very well made, and they had fun with it. I've watched people play it. I've I've enjoyed watching it. I wasn't really a big fan of the animation of the characters in general. Yeah, which is why I never got around to playing it. But overall, the game was working, functional, and seemingly complete. So for them to turn around and be like, all right, well, we're just shutting down for a year. Like, I ha- I didn't read the articles. I didn't pay attention to it. But, like, why? 
why aren't you just going to patch it over the course of the next, instead of take it down for a year, and then, because also, you can continue to make money as you patch it and fix things, and release more, like, thinking as a, in a monetary sake, thinking as a businessman, you keep it live, you keep selling your microtransactions while you're fixing the job. It just doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah, it's, it honestly it sounds like a, the game, and honestly, I don't know about you guys, I have not heard much about this game in probably the last year. Yeah, I haven't heard much after, like, uh, when did it, when did it come out? That's what I'm trying to find out, like, I'm, I'm, I want to see when I played it, if I can. I think it was, I think it was mid-summer. I think it was July, August, or September, because I, I remember watching OG Weird Beard play it, it, and he liked it a lot. It was last summer, so I played it on August 3rd of 2022. Okay. So not even not um, even quite a year ago. Um, yeah. So it's been it still has another five months before it's like a year old, or four months before it's a year old. Yeah, and it's going to shut down on the twenty fifth until early next year. So it'll be gone for at least six months, between six months and a year, let's say. Yeah. Um, that's weird. Yeah, and it's just again, like I have not heard many people talk about it beyond like this news in the last six months, six plus months. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad. Like it actually played pretty well for like a Smash like game. Um but also like people are just gonna play Smash Brothers if they want to play that sort of game. Like it's got a lot of cool characters, I mean, but also Theoretically, yes, people are just gonna play Smash Bros, but this game was free to play on PC. That's true. So like yes, everyone and their mom has a Switch, but not everyone and their mom has Smash Bros. Um Drew, do you have Smash Bros? No. Exactly. Um I Cobb, you don't even have Smash Bros. I I don't I I would highly doubt if Smash Bros is the high is anywhere near the highest owned game between Switch owners. Oh no, um, for sure. That like it would if this game I I honestly could see this game mostly because it's free to play and it has the bigger not bigger but like the more memorable roster of characters like people that people characters that people actually know. I could see this game being a, a very good competitor to Smash Bros. That like I, they'll. If it's on PC, though, more people are more likely to play it than they are special. I mean, that's that's possible. I just feel like the like the demographic of people that are super hardcore into this sort of game are already playing Smash Brothers, and so they like only this... care about Smash Brothers. Yeah, so like this game is going to have oh, more um, cor- uh, correction. They only care about Smash Brothers Melee. That's I mean that is even yes, more accurate. Yes, <laughs> but like so like multiverses is really going to draw in the more like casual audience at least early on until something on it creates enough buzz that you get people from that like smash community coming over to like give it like a fair shake Mm -hmm. because i guarantee people from smash are looking at be like there's no tripping (laughs) yeah (laughs) i can't believe melee is like the most it's like the one people people want like the game has never i've never had a bad gameplay experience with with any of the consecutive Smash games, that, like, why wouldn't you want 150 characters? Why wouldn't you want all the characters at this point? Why do you want Melee, the fucking GameCube game, right? Yeah, I've never been able to wrap my head around that either. I think, think, yeah, Melee was a GameCube one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was the one where, like, Nintendo, apparently Nintendo sent out, like, a cease and desist or whatever for people doing competitions with it. But there was a whole big deal about, like, oh, they didn't have the right licensing and whatnot to do it or something. I don't know. And so anytime you would watch a Nintendo Direct during, like, the six months to a year, they all you saw people saying was free Melee, free Melee, like, hashtag free Melee. I'm like, 
why is Melee the biggest game in this list? Like, I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, because you've, I assume you've actually played every Smash Brothers at this point. Yep, I've played every single one. So do you legitimately think that Ultimate is the best, or is it the best because it is the newest? And has, uh, like, and everybody's there. I mean, my, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's kind of, this is, this might be a little bit of a cop-out, but it's kind of like how I feel with, like, when I was talking about the Mega Man game. Where, like, may, most of them, like, Mega Man 2, 3, what was it, like, 2, 3, 5, 6, or whatever, I don't remember the ones that I, like, kept a bunch all together, like, they're all pretty much the same, just with new characters and new levels. And that's kind of how I feel with the Smash Bros. games. Like, yes, they have mechanically made them run better because they've been on more powerful systems with better engines and everything else like that. So to me, wouldn't you want the game that plays the best? Like, mechanically, like, 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 I don't, visually, mechanically, and everything else, than the game that you're playing on a three, four, or three generation old system. And like, they all, to me, have always felt the same game. They've altered and edited characters a little bit here or there and edited movesets. And the people who play Smash Bros. Melee are the ones who are modding it. So you can't say it's because they want the old characters because they fucking mod the shit out of that and put Goku in it. <laughs> so, like... But I think tor- tournament-wise, they're still playing, like... Tor- like most, most official capacity tournaments are, like, the base game. They're not running the mods and whatnot. Um, but yeah, to me, the, I, I like, I, I like Ultimate just like I liked Super Smash Brothers, just like I liked Brawl and Melee and Super Smash Brothers. Like, cause I think, yeah, the, this, the Wii U one was just called Super Smash Brothers, right? I think, yeah. Cause Ultimate was this last one. Um, yeah, I think yes. so. Cause it, it was, yeah. it was Melee, Brawl, and then just Smash Brothers, and then Ultimate. Yeah. So, like, to me, like, I, I've liked them all, and they've all felt similar enough to where, like, it wasn't, for me, too big of a learning curve to relearn how to play it, but it also, they felt like they played better, they felt like they played smoother, and visually they were more stunning, it's, but I'm also not a hardcore brawler fighter, fighting game guy. I, you look at, if I look at any of the Street Fighters, I'm gonna pick the one that looks the nicest, just because that, that's just what... I'm looking at when I'm playing a game, when I'm playing a fighting game. I don't know how to actually play. I don't know the intricacies of this stuff. Like, I might actually want to pick one of the older 2D ones because visually that's a better style. To me. But with Smash Bros, they, they've, the, the visual style has not changed. They have just smoothed the characters out more. They're not boxy. Yeah, that's fair. And like, o- over the years, like, haven't they like taken some features out and put some features in? I mean, yeah, tripping. Um, Is that the only thing? The tripping is not in the game anymore. Um, but besides that, I, I, I'm sure they've different items and things like that, but items don't matter because tournament play doesn't use items. Um, which to me is bullshit. If you're gonna play a brawler game, you play the brawler game. You have fucking items in your game. Uh, it's a that's platform a fighter. Game. Get it right, Walter. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. You know what I'm saying. If you're gonna f- play one of these games, items are part of the game. Just because you don't like how an item works doesn't mean you take it out. Because to me, you're not you're not good at the game if you're not if you can't play it with the full set. That's just how I think. I mean, I agree. Like, if if I were gonna play Smash Brothers, I would rather play with just pick whatever character you fucking want. Here's items and all this goofy bullshit. Like, have fun with it. 
but like and, and like we've been over this before like i am not a big fan of smash brothers i don't find a yeah. lot of enjoyment playing them but like if i were going to be playing them i'd rather be playing like a full four person or however many people the game supports yeah. um like tournament stuff like you like like you said they, they turn off items and they're only ever 2v2 so they really do turn like drew said a character and, platform battle game or whatever the fuck it's categorized as into just a regular two v two fighting game or one v one fighting. Yeah, it's it's no items two v two or one v one, and um usually it's just on the uh, like the final destination esque stage. So like in in um in ultimate, they actually added the feature where all of the levels have just a normal platform stage where it's the regular platform with two and then one with two higher platforms and then one really high platform all of the stages are on that same setup which again it's like what is what is the point of saying you're the best in this game if you can only play it in these circumstances it's just it to me it's just it doesn't make sense you're not the best in this game then if you need those circumstances yeah like i understand i understand the concept of it but i don't think it makes a ton of sense um so like the idea is it they're trying to take out random chance. Yeah, which is why they tried to ban hero. Um, the 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 uh, what's what's the fucking Dragon oh from Quest? Dragon Game Quest? Yeah. Dragon Quest. Yeah, they tried to ban hero because one of his abilities, his his like magic ability, is too random. And so it's too random. It's hard to combat. Okay, then get good at the game. Like. If I decide to use Hero because his abilities are random, like, that's a detriment to me. Like, I have to deal with that. You have to be able to figure out how to counter whatever the fuck I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, like I said, do not disagree at all. I was just throwing out there, like, I understand from the fighting game side of it why they want to remove random chance and they want it to be strictly skill-based. Because, like, if you get the Smash Ball thing, it's a guaranteed out, basically. I mean, not really. I thought that's basically what that did. I thought like it hit them with so much force that it it a hundred percent would knock them off I've, the stage. I I've a, like yes, if you are say thirty percent or higher, and you get hit with an attack from the smash ball, you are likely going to be eliminated. Sure, but I've saved from that, and there are ways to escape from that, or to not get hurt from that, or to break that out of them. Again, that's more challenge that's more strategy do i go for this item or do i let them go for it what is their smash ability final smash is that something i can easily dodge or not things like that that's more strategy that's more challenge like just because you just because you you don't like dealing with it again and you're i'm not saying that you're disagreeing i just oh yeah no you're you're using like it as just a general yeah you're you're removing a part of the game to say you're the best at the game it just doesn't no, you're not the best of the game because you can't dodge the thing that you can't dodge, so you want it out of there. I've played with people who are good enough to be in tournament play, and they hate that I have items. And I tell them the same thing. This is how the game was made. You play with items. I'm, I'm not sorry about this. This is just... The game was made to have items. The ta- I fully believe tournament play should have items. Which, I wonder if there are tournament situations where they do... Use items because, like, I'm only familiar with like I, the fighting game tournaments, like your the, Evos, your um, the, CEOs. I believe the official Nintendo the, tournaments there are no have official recently, Nintendo tournaments. Well, the, the the like this there was like a Nintendo Smash World Cup, 
They they were partnered with somebody for a little while, but they did end that partnership. Like and they, they so were like, like think, sponsoring some. I think the last one that they did that like was on Nintendo's like YouTube and stuff. I believe that allowed item, but that was 2020, maybe 2021. Yeah, I, I would I would assume anything that Nintendo was endorsing um, probably included just the game to be played as yeah designed. Um, or at minimum, they at minimum allowed Smash Ball, the, like the the, the the Super Smash Balls. Uh, I don't know full on all the items, but minimum they allowed Smash. Balls. Which like that's good. Like I, I believe that like Nintendo has basically banned Smash from Evo at this point, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure like they don't allow Smash to be played at any major tournaments. Like I'm sure yeah, there are yeah, smaller yeah. ones that get away with it because they're not sponsored. There's no money changing hands, but this is great. Lavar Burton, sorry, I just got a notification from Reddit and I have to read this because Cobb, you'll probably enjoy. I don't know if you've ever watched Community Dream. I watched like one episode. Lavar Burton just created a TikTok and his bio description. Uh. Kunta Gordy reading Rainbow Guy on a boat with Troy in the Gulf of Mexico. Nice. Yeah. That's that's good. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love I love Lavar Burton. He's great. Yeah. Um but do you guys want to move on and talk a little bit about, about Diablo? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Drew, how much how much Diablo did you get to play? I got a necromancer to level twenty five. Damn. I the way you were talking, it sounded like you weren't gonna get to play that much. Yeah, I did that by Saturday morning. Oh, so you played a lot on Friday. He didn't sleep. Really? Actually, wait, no. I fit. I got to. I got to twenty on Friday. Well, see, he. I, before I went thing, to bed, had... I went to bed at like one, almost two o'clock on Friday night because I was at like twelve thirty. I was like, well, I'm already like level eighteen. <laughs> I might as well just, just get to twenty. Just admit you got another concussion on Friday and you had to not sleep for a bit, so you stayed up later to continue playing. That whole don't sleep after a concussion thing has long been just go to sleep look, if you get a concussion look i'm just i'm just making a joke but okay yeah no i i mean i just played a wound up playing a bunch of it i was like okay you level up real fast as a necromancer they were kind of honestly OP. same thing with the sorcerer like i did not get that far i think i got to like level 15 um i did not play like a ton ton i played enough that i cleared i guess what you would call like the the first part of like the main quest of the beta. So this is the Diablo 4 beta, by the way. Anyone interesting? Um where like you go to that one town, you go into the mines where you have like the girl and the guy with uh-huh. you. Um you make your way down, you fight um the girl's mother in the tomb at the end. Right. Um I cleared that and did a few more like random quests beyond that. Gotcha. So I don't know like how much that w- was compared to how far you got, but fucking I don't remember. I just that got me to like level fifteen. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I played a whole bunch. I did the world boss thing. I don't know if you. I didn't even find a world boss. Uh, it was timed things, uh, timed spawn, and I just happened to be on at one point when it was spawning. Um, so I died a whole bunch at that because I was only level twenty at that point, and fuck that thing hit hard. Um, but I got like eight legendaries out of that so that was cool yeah that it yeah did you only play a necromancer uh i played a rogue for a little bit how how would how did that one play compared to like a magic user uh rogue played pretty good i also played a bit of both on console as well because saturday night i wound up like 
I wasn't gonna play, but some of my brother's friends were like, oh, well, we're gonna play, and I was like, alright, listen, I'll start downloading it, and if it downloads and I have time, I'll jump in, and it downloaded in, like, 15 minutes. I was like, oh, well, alright, I guess I'll jump on. Which, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So, console felt pretty good, too. I, I, not, I, I personally won't play it on console, most likely, but plays well on a controller. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I played most of it on PlayStation. Like, I played maybe two, three hours on computer, like, sp- sporadically as I was, like, between work and stuff like that. Um, and then I played the rest of it over the weekend on, on the PS5, and it played really good on the PS5. Like, the the PC is more dynamic, just because of the way you can map things and do things. Mm-hmm. But they definitely nailed the controls for that game on a controller. Yeah. Um. I mean, and, the control scheme, there were, like, the skill layout stuff is exactly as Diablo 3. I I played so little Diablo 3 on console that I just don't, I like, I don't have any actual solid memory of it. I remember it feeling well, but nothing beyond that. Well, um, well I just mean the whole, like, you have six skills equipped oh, right. at any time, like, that's completely unchanged. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember any of that, but... Yeah, just the movement felt good, like, using abilities was seamless. Like, even, like, like inventory and skill management, like, worked very well. Because um, I like I like the click. Skill management was incredibly clunky. See, I didn't think it was all that clunky on, on console. Compare it to literally one keyboard press and then just click and drag skills around. It was way, way, way worse. I've actually never like I didn't do any of the the skill stuff on the PC. Yeah, literally like especially once you got to the point like where I was the necromancer and had more skills than could fit on the skill bar and occasionally wanted to swap things out to try different things. Literally to do it on uh PC, you hit S and it brings up the box that has all of your skills. You just click and drag things around console you had to open the inventory go to the skill tree then click in the left uh analog stick pick a change out one skill and then do it all over again yeah you know what i never had um i never had any issues with it but like you were coming from pc where like you had been you know moving and dragging stuff all over Mm -hmm. the place like it's not bad it's just definitely worse than the pc setup for that oh yeah i mean it's it's a pc game like, yeah. without a doubt. But they did a really good job of making it playable on console. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what other what other stuff in there. Um, did you run into, into any, like, issues? Not really. Um, I mean, early on, there was a little bit of connectivity issue on Friday, but... I had, I had some, some spotty stuff throughout the weekend, too. Um, times where, like, the, like, the map would, like, almost... It, it would like glitch out and it would just like jump me back across the screen a ways and I'd have to like re walk over there. Like it was never, it was never reloading enemies or something like that, but I would just kind of get like slingshot back like half the screen away or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. That was happening a little bit. And I had one instance. Um, did you do the, and you might not remember, there was a bit, um, where you were trying to find the girl that you had to kill her mom in the tombs. Uh huh. Um, where you're supposed to go find her shortly after that. And at one point you end up going into like a portal in the woods and then like a ghost wolf comes and like guides you through like a realm, like a, like a spirit realm. 
Yes. Yeah. I think I did that. So when I was trying to find that area, I happened to walk into a cave. And when I realized, like, I didn't want to go that way, I turned around to leave again. And I couldn't, like, it wouldn't, it wouldn't load the game. I, it would just, my character would just walk in place if I went, like, beyond, like, the mouth of the cave. Weird. Yeah, like, I ended up having to go into the cave, and, like, you know how most caves in Diablo, like, there's two paths, and one path just inevitably loops back to where you started? Uh Uh-huh. I basically had to do that. I had to just go into the cave, make my way through it, loop back around, and then the game, like, caught up with itself and, like, loaded what was beyond. Weird. Yeah, it was was a very weird bug. Um, But luckily, like, it, it, I didn't have, I didn't get disconnected, I didn't have to log out. I actually didn't have any connectivity issues all weekend. Yeah, like Saturday, the bit I played was fine. Friday was a little iffy. Yeah, could you actually had to wait a little while on Friday, I think, to get in, right? I don't know if consoles and PCs had different queues or not. I was about to ask you, like, if you had that happen any other time over the weekend. I don't. There was a very short queue Saturday morning on. I don't remember there being a queue at all when I got on on console at like eleven o'clock on Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, I never, on console, I never ran into any cues. That's why I, I had the same thought. Like, I wonder if they're, like, cause, I mean, crossplay is seamless. Like, anytime I looked at the social, I could see you and Eric both playing. Mm-hmm. And I think Eric got two characters over level 20. Um, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Because he, he was naming his characters after Marvel people, and he had two different different character names, and they were both over level 20 at one point. Uh, also, don't, uh, uh, the characters carried over from the first weekend. So I don't know if one of them was already at 20 plus and then he did a new character for this weekend or not. Oh, okay. That, that makes sense then. So yeah, he may have, assuming that stuff carried over at least. Well, I mean, I know for a fact the stuff carried over. Oh. Um, my brother's one friend started playing the first weekend and then was using the same character this weekend. But... That, well, I mean, good, good for Blizzard for leaving that stuff intact for this. Like, I purposely, did, like, I, I actually, I picked a sorcerer thinking that, like, I nor- that's normally not a class that, like, I, I'm super into just because, in my opinion, there's too many options. Um, like, a lot of the magic classes kind of like that. Like, you kind of just have too many options on how you want to play them. Um, and I just get a little overwhelmed. But I ended up just really liking the way it played. And I'm like, well, I don't want to play too much of this because if I want to actually play the, the sorcerer later, I don't necessarily want to have to redo all of this again just to get back to where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, cause yeah, I was definitely like, I know you a hundred percent weren't, but like, I was on the fence. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to bother buying this. Like it, it's been like another decade. Like, like, do I really need it? And I'm just like, oh no, that's right. These games are really fun. I am probably going to buy this. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was going to buy it inevitably one way or the other. I almost didn't even bother with the beta because I was like, I'm just going to fucking be getting it anyway. Why do I need to bother? But, I mean, you play so much Diablo, like, why not just play the beta, right? Yeah, that's kind of exactly what it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, fucking might as well. What the fuck yeah, like, else am I doing Friday night? Nothing, really. <laughs> and let's be realistic. Like, there is a there is always a better than zero chance that at any given time you might just play Diablo. So, yeah. like, why not just play the new one while it's available for a couple days? <laughs> yeah, I mean, legitimately, I probably, if I didn't download the Diablo 4 beta on Friday... I probably would have just been playing Diablo. Nice. Which, oh right, because you got the the resurrected edition, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For some, like I tried that, and for some reason, it just didn't click. Yeah, I mean, it's Diablo too. Yeah, it is. A and it's been three year old game. 
I'll just say, like, I don't know that I've played Diablo 2 since 2006 or 7. Like, I just, I never really had PCs to play games on. So it was like, I would, like, buy those games. They would barely function on the computer. I would get through them. And I'm like, all right, well, this computer can't really play these. So I'm probably done with this now. <laughs> like, I remember using my work laptop to play Diablo 3. And, like, it functioned, but it didn't function well. Um, Like, I was just... My character was just constantly lagging behind everybody else when we were, like, playing... You were there that that first night, right? Yep. Yeah, like, I was always lagged behind everybody because my laptop just could not keep up with anything. It was terrible. But it was fun. So, like, that's what mattered. Yeah. Um, Any other stuff you want to say about the beta, though? Not really. Uh, well, uh, the one thing I will say, apparently Druid was super underpowered. You know, I saw a couple people kind of, like, saying stuff about it, but I didn't look into it too much. I mean, neither did I, but my one friend was playing a druid, and she was like, I cannot kill this fucking boss. And then eventually sent a screenshot, I guess she was looking through forums or whatever, and lots of people were complaining about not being able to beat whatever one of the bosses, unless they did one very specific druid build. Oh, that sucks. And then she got... I think she said she made a necromancer later, got back to there with the necromancer, and she was like, yeah, I steamrolled it immediately. Like, Druid was definitely busted. That does suck. Yeah. Because, oh, like, that game was very friendly with just about everything. Like, mm -hmm. I, never, I never had a situation where, like, I was below half health and couldn't just very easily, like, resolve that. Yeah. Like, in fact, like, health potions were so fucking just readily available, I just constantly used them. Because I knew that, like, there there would always be four more the next mob of things I took out. Yep, and pretty much. Every every boss I fought dropped them, like, like between phases and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's cool. Like, that's great for when you're, you're playing solo and you don't necessarily want to, like, wipe and have to, like, redo all that stuff. But also, like, made, made it feel a little too easy. Yeah, uh agree with that which i think that there were only the two difficulty options i think for this right like you yes. couldn't put it on hardcore or whatever is above that well uh so hardcore is a separate thing you could play a hardcore character if you want right because hardcore is permadeath yeah uh but yeah the, of the whatever the difficulty tiers were called only one and two were open yeah i think i did two or i did whichever one was like you've played a diablo game before yeah that was two and yeah that's and, what i also played on I yeah like, and it's I'm not going to bother. Give me that little bit of extra experience. It's not going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Unless apparently you were a druid. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, we will probably both end up talking more about Diablo when it comes out in June? Yep. 6623. Oh, shit. God, that's it. June is so much closer than you realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, Rich, huh. you've been quiet for a right. while. How's Tales yeah. of Arise? Oh, my God. You're not going to finish it. You say that, but, like, I finished, like, I do not mind JRPGs. I don't mind, like, silly grind and, like, money issues. Uh, you, you you hate grind, though. You, you've said that you don't like grinding. So, it's different in a JRPG. Not not in this one. That's, that's I... fair. I will also probably play it in weird spurts. I will play it for, like, 20 hours, and then I won't play it for three years, and I will just pick it up and continue right where I left off. So... Overall, the story was fantastic. It was a great story. It was really fun to play. The gameplay is awesome. Battle system is awesome. But this game just has major fault. Money, money is a big one. Where 
I was struggling, struggling to be able to buy the basic items I needed to get through things, um, to get through the final boss area, because, uh, we talked about a little bit their, their health system, the CP system, where you have an overall set of cure points that, um, all healing magics use until you're able to basically take a rest, and then once you take a rest, you can refill those cure points. It's not just healing magic. It's cure it's resurrect. It's um um like like uh anti status element for sure, but it's also buffs like barriers and and strength ups and things like that as well that that CP uses. I didn't realize. Oh that. wow, yeah, which is kind of BS because then it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to use these, and it's going to make fights harder and longer because I need to save up my CP. Um, the the main characters. Strongest abilities are the worst to use because he gets hurt when he uses them. Um, and so since he doesn't have any healing abilities, the final fight is you, is him versus somebody else and he can't use healing spells. So you have to have, you have to have enough healing items in order to heal him through this fight. Um, I went into the final, so I went into the last two areas of the game on my uh what which stream did I do that? on Thursday stream and Sunday stream Thursday stream I went into the second to last area of the game thinking I was going just to the final area I go into the second to last area and I played from seven o'clock till about eleven thirty guess how much time I actually played in that four four and a half hour an hour Drew do you have a guess two hours and fifteen minutes. Probably about 30 to 40 minutes. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Literally, there it was four hours of fucking dialogue. And then, I went, I ended right before going to the, or at, after a point, uh, like, I, I got stopped somewhere, and I'm like, alright, this is a good end point, we're going to the final dungeon as soon as we're done this point. And I, I'm like, we're gonna beat this game on Sunday. Uh, did I tell you guys how long I streamed for on Sunday? Wasn't it like eight hours or something like that? Seven hours? I started at two o'clock and I finished just before midnight. Oh, shit. Good for you, man. Ten hour stream? For the final dungeon, it took me ten hours. I mean, that sounds like a JRPG to me. For, for the first, th- for the first three hours of the game was more dialogue. Literally, three of the seven of the ten hours I played was dialogue right at the beginning. Rich, th- like this, this is not like a, um, a criticism. Other than Final Fantasy XV, what was the last JRPG you played? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Like modern JRPG, uh, I should say too. I I played um Last Remnant, Infinite Undiscovery. I think I played it. Was that the one that was about Bach? Or no, you're another, thinking of no, um no, that was um Sonata. Eternal like Sonata. That? Yeah, that Eternal one. Sonata. Yeah, I played that. I like. So it's been like 20 years. It's been a while since I played like a good, like a long, straight up hardcore JRPG. Honestly, I can't think of any that have come out in in recent years besides Tales of Arise. Um, but like it is, it the 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 reason I bring this up, the reason I bring up that there was about ten hours of dialogue in the last fifteen hours of the game was because there was more dialogue in those last fifteen hours than there was for the other thirty. I don't believe you. Those characters would not stop fucking bickering in the whole like three hours I played of it. Yeah. So in those three, <laughs> in the three hours that you, but there was there was at least like 
there was enough time between them bickering and you being able to play to where you felt like you did something. Oh, that's true. Like, I mean, they were just bickering and, and while like, I was playing, even. But, like, there, it was, there was a lot of, like, I mean, the game has these, like, scenes that you can do that are, like, bonus. You don't actually have to do them. I would do all those to get everything. But there were sequences in the game where it's just like, oh, your party left you. And why did they leave you? Oh, because you're stuck on a ship going somewhere and you have to go, you now have to go physically talk to each and every one of them to see how they're feeling. But none of this pushes the story forward. And you have to sit here for a two to five minute conversation per person to see how your characters are feeling multiple times throughout the game. Which it's just like a lot of the dialogue just does not push the game forward. Even with the main story that you're in, the stuff that you're going through, Cobb, honestly, until you get, uh, once you get to the end, everything that you've gone through from that point on really didn't fucking matter. That's a JRPG. Like, the story doesn't actually come into, like, you don't get the full sense of the story or any of the story, really. Like, you get the, oh, liberate the, 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 the Dana story. But then, like, the actual story doesn't come into play until the last 20 hours of the game. And it was just like, like, look, I know it's a JRPG and they're wild like that, but this one, I, I, I've, I've, I mean, I, you know what? I played the, the Kingdom Hearts games, like, a few years ago. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and a bunch of them up until, like, right before 3. I, like, I never finished them all, but, like, I played all them, and those were more in, at, at those didn't even have dialogue this bad. And those games are wild. Um, well, they're just nonsensical. Yeah, but, like, it's just, th- this game definitely, it, it was good. It was fun, but it wasn't. A lot of things didn't hold up. It didn't have a lot of good balance between things that are going on, things that you need. Like, there wasn't balance between playing the game and having the dialogue. And a lot of the stuff that, like, they did talk about, honestly, would have been so much better for them to talk about while you were running through the dungeon. Because all of the times that there's those dialogue and those bonus scenes, you had to stand there and sit there while they talked, instead of them, like, having these conversations while you're running through it. Yeah, I mean, look, I get it. This this just sounds like a modern JRPG in every way, and like in every bad way too. Um, like Xenoblade Chronicles two, there was no real story until sixty hours into the game. Yeah. Um, the game didn't stop giving you tutorials until forty hours in, mm-hmm. and then like there was still one more t- more more tutorial in Xenoblade. 70 hours in like in the final like stretch of the game there was a tutorial for a new combat system they were introducing the fuck yeah yeah Yeah. like that's just how those games like jrpgs have gotten they are bloated and you really have to be in a particular mood to play them and and like generally i don't mind the bloat i don't mind all the extra stuff but like the rewards for doing some of the extra stuff were weren't very useful like the rewards would be like, skill points so you can update your sphere grid, basically. Um, or the equivalent of sphere grid. It's just easier to call it a sphere grid. Um, or, um, it would be, like, items for fishing, or, like, the occasional just food items and this and that. Like, sometimes you would get money. Sometimes you would get money. But, like... That the- part is wild. You were telling me about that after we were done last week. The, like, just lack of money. Yeah, there's you don't get money after battles. But you need it. But you need it because mostly because of the whole CP th- shit. The way because of the way they do healing and curing, 
And the fact that, um, oh, this is the biggest problem. Uh, the, uh, the way they do experience and leveling. It is, um, fucking, I, I can't, why am I, why am I blanking on the word right now? Um, but it's, oh, it's scaling. It's scaling based on your level. So, obviously, if you are, if you're level 20 and you go fight a level 35, you're going to actually get more experience for killing that level 35 than if you're level 35 fighting that level 35. It's not that you're getting it comparatively more because you're level 20 and you're getting what feels like more experience. It's straight up, you get more experience because of the scaling. But if you're level 37 and you fight a level 35, guess how much experience you get? Zero. How much? Zero. You're right, Drew. You get, like, if you do get experience, it's maybe 1% experience. It's next to nothing. So, like, there is really no good way to grind to level up, and all of the side quests and bosses that they throw out at you are, like, when you get them, you'd say be 35, and they're 45 and up. And it's, you have, if you want to go fight them, you can go fight them, and it's very possible that you can kill them at that level. But you're going to end up using all of your items, all of your healing items, all of your magic healing items, and everything else. And then you're going to end up having to fish for five hours to get the money that you need after doing the quest that wasn't worth it, basically. Until, unless, you just go to the very end of the game, to right to before the last boss, and then go do all the side quests. Because like, they, they give you that option. It's like, this is the point of no return, you're going to the final boss. Do you want to go do other shit real quick? And it's like, I mean... That kind of ruins the pace of, like, hey, the world's gonna end if we don't do this real fast, but you know what? Let's go kill that giant fucking bird that we were told to go kill by some guy down on the planet down below real quick. And, like, it kind of, to me, that's like, I don't like that idea of leaving. And I, I had to. Halfway through the, the final dungeon, I had to leave. Um, because I had no items, I had nothing to heal with, and I was like, let me go try do doing some other quests just to see if I can, like, get more skill points, get more money so I can buy some items. Might have to go fishing so I can buy items so I can continue to heal throughout this final dungeon. And it's just, it's just, it's not very balanced for, there's, like, it is, it's not very balanced for a, like, very fun playthrough. And you have to be very dedicated in order to be able to get everything and, like, I, like, I'm a completionist, I want to be a completionist, but I cannot, I'm, I don't have the push to complete this game, because I already beat it, and to me, there's no point in being a completionist in a game you already beat. There's, I'm not getting stronger to play it against other people, I'm just getting stronger to just do everything now, and it doesn't, to me, that's not a satisfying feeling, that I beat the game, now let's go get stronger. There's one of the side quests that they throw at you at level 40. No, below level 40, at like level 30-something. One of the side quests is level 80-plus that they throw at you at level 40. It's wild. Yeah, like some of that stuff, even so very, very early in the game. Um, mm -hmm. Like, basically, as soon as... You, before you get to that first, like, like camp thing... Yeah. Um, when it's just you and, and the, the princess girl whose name I'm drawing a blank on... Um, you're walking along, and they point out, like, this dinosaur off to the side. They're like, hey, that's a strong enemy. If you go beat them, they'll give you extra good stuff. And, like, I go over there, and it's like, oh, this guy's, like, level 47, and I'm level 2. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, game. Yeah. Uh, and, then, like, you you go, and when you go to the, that town right there, you talk to someone. It's probably after you clear the area. You talk to someone, and they ask you to, 
to clear that enemy out. But you, you have that quest through the entire fucking game. And right, then because you have to wait till you're in the 40s to go do it. Yeah. And then there's, like, other side quests. At least, maybe I didn't really figure out how to go through and find, like, the information on it. But there was a side quest where it was, like, it gave me a riddle. And, like, I didn't go do it right away. And I couldn't find that riddle again. Um, maybe if I talked to the person who gave me the quest initially, maybe I would have been able to ask him for the riddle again. But it was not anywhere in my menus. So I had to look up, how do I do this quest? Because I couldn't actually read the riddle. And have you thought about and, getting better at riddles? Well, I how can I get better at a riddle that I don't know? But that's the ultimate riddle. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the puzzle. Why, that's the puzzle. Why did the chicken cross the road, motherfucker? Um but yeah, it's just like I I loved this game. And I it's maybe I I might go back and like cuz I enjoyed the battle system enough to where I might go back and like do some of the other stuff, but I don't really have a push to do like to get all the accomplishments or achievements and whatnot. There is a new game plus that you can play through. Um, when you beat the game and you jump back into it, you start right before the final boss. And it's like, all right, now you can go do everything that you didn't get to do before. But again, it's, I'm, I beat the game maybe, let's say at level 60, maybe, maybe like mid fifties. And really the only other dungeon I know of at the moment is 80. So it's still going to be too high for me to go into. So I don't know what else I would be doing to level up besides paying them $20 for 40 levels. I mean, because pay them for that, levels. That's 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 the, the thing that like really frustrates me the most out of this game is I 100% believe they built this game knowing the flaws of the money, knowing the flaws of the experience. And rather than patching that to make it better, they just were like, here, buy it. Buy the money, buy the experience. I mean, like, and, the, pay pay to win, right? And that's bullshit. Man. No, it and that's it absolutely is. Like, I just I can't believe they did that. We went over this a couple weeks ago. It's like twenty dollars worth of. It's like I think it's twenty dollars for forty levels, and it's like ten dollars for like two hundred thousand gold. And some of the cost of the the weapons, like some of the final weapons. They just cost so much money. And it's ridiculous how much money these things cost. That it's like, I, I would go to make them and I'd have 50,000 gold or whatever, or maybe 40,000 gold. Somehow I was able to collect it. I was a, you're able to collect money and gold on the, in the last dungeon on a planet. I, you know, never mind. I can't because of spoilers. So I'm not going to talk about it, but like you're able to collect gold at a place that you shouldn't be able to collect. So I was insane. And it's like, you get it all, and then you get 50,000 gold, and then it's, oh, you, you can only make two weapons with this 50,000. But you also need to go fight the hardest monsters in the world to get the parts to make these, because uh, on, you're only accessible, you're only able to get these items by doing these side quests that you haven't finished. So, just, so the important question, what's your uh, next 100-hour JRPG? Uh, so, pr it's not going to be 100 hours. My next JRPG, because we had it redeemed, uh, is uh, Star Ocean the Divine Force. But that is, we're taking time off from JRPGs in general, because this one was so fucking long. It took me a month to beat this, and that's a long time for me to beat a game. Especially, even a game this long. A month is a long time for me to beat a game. Um, so, we're, we have, because we reached 300 followers for now the third time, um... We are doing Apex ranked in April, uh, starting April 4th, because that's when the rank split hits. So if 
if forever anybody who doesn't know anything about Apex Ranked, uh, if you are playing in Ranked prior to the split and say you reach Bronze 3, once the split happens, it actually lowers your rank by like 1. So you're, you'll be back down to base, to Bronze, to base Bronze. Or like if you're in Gold, you'll be brought down to Silver or something like that. It brings you one rank down, one full rank down or something like that. So I'm not doing that until after the split. So that'll start April until May, until May 4th. And then we're going to do, because we also had a redemption for Remnant from the Ashes. So we're going to do that next. Because that's not going to be as, I don't know, time consuming. Dude, on May 4th you have to play a Star Wars game. Um, I mean, I, I could. I could figure out a Star Wars game to play on the, I mean, you have um, to. It, it's the law. I, it's not. But also, I don't know what day May 4th is. It's a Thursday. Is it a Thursday? So, I mean, I would be streaming it. Um, but it would actually technically be May 4th to, or April 4th to May 3rd. That's 30. That's a month. Technically be. So, yeah. 14, 21. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. It's good. It's just four to four is, is easier to just think of and manage. Um, but then, so then we'll be doing Remnant from the Ashes because the sequel to that comes out in August. So, the people who want me to play that one are going to play it with me uh, when I play that. So we want to do that sooner rather than later. And then we'll do Star Ocean. All of these games I got already because they were all on sale uh, during the uh, spring sale. Um, and then I don't know what's after that. Um, hoping I, I need to keep an eye on God of War to be on sale. Because I want to play that and um, might do Dead Island at some point. Because Dead Island 2 is coming out soon. Finally. Um, oh, that's so yeah, right. I, that game does actually come out soon-ish. Yeah. But I, so I think, I think, uh, and this this will be a fun little like tease. Uh, October is Dead Month. I every game I'm playing games that have titled Dead in them in some way, shape. Dead Space, Dead Island, Left for Dead, things like that. Anything that I own that has Dead in it, um, I will be playing. If I have multiples, so like if I say I had Dead Space and Dead Space Remake, I would play one of them. I wouldn't play on both. Um, but I, I have a few games with Dead in. Actually, it's mostly just Dead Dead by Daylight, Dead Horde, Dead Island, Dead Island, Dead Island, because there's uh, Dead Island, and then Riptide, and then Retro Revenge is like a side-scrolling brawler, and then Dead Space 1 and 2 is what I have right now for that. Are you going to try so, the... like If it goes on a sale or anything, are you going to try and do the um, the Dead Space remake? I I might I might look and keep an eye on that to see if it comes on sale. Pe- um, people seem to enjoy it. I've yeah. I've seen people seem to enjoy it, and so I like since I've never actually, even though I own Dead Space, I don't think I've ever actually played it. To where I wouldn't mind just going into the remake instead of. Um, but I will see. I'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, but but yeah, that's so that's that's like yeah, that's what I have upcoming. But JRPG wise. Um, technically, I guess Monster Hunter World, I'll be playing that again, because I bought that on Steam Cell as well, and I've been wanting to play the, I've been wanting to play a better Monster Hunter game, and just Rise just isn't really doing it for me anymore. I haven't touched Rise since before the most recent update, and I'm just waiting till the next update, and I'm just gonna do it all at once, and be able to kill the final boss, because we're assuming the next update is the last one for Rise, and then be done with it. And never have to touch rise again. <laughs> and it's not that I, I mean, it's not that I hate it. It's just the end game loop is in this one is not the end game loop is actually decent. The end game battle system is decent, but it's the the um the redemption systems that I'm not really a fan of. 
So, like, every monster is, like, a little bit more stronger and things like that with the end game stuff, uh, the way they're doing it. And it's a cool process, but it's, in order to get things to the level you need them to be, that means you have to fight them over and over to strengthen them each time you fight them. And it's kind of frustrating to fight, like, the shitty monsters over and over that you don't like fighting. That is just, like, and the fights just take too long. Especially solo, that it's not really worth it. Which, at least you know that, like, you're done with it, right? Yeah, like, and that, that was the thing with World. I never actually did everything in World. I never fully beat World. I never finished every monster in World. And so it would be it would be nice to go back to that. Unfortunately, I can't transfer my save over or anything, so I have to start from the beginning, play through World and Iceborne and all of the content, and then do all of the end game loop stuff that they have in there. Fair. Um, do you guys want to move on though and talk about uh, some book club stuff? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So for this week, uh, per Drew's pick, uh, we watched the 1979 Muppet movie. That we did. Da 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 da. Muppet time, right? Isn't that a thing they do? Not during this movie, wasn't it? Like a thing they do. It might have been from like the Muppet Show. You're you're kind of close to the Muppet Show. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm gonna be. I'll be honest. I'm not going to say I hated it, but I it, it didn't it didn't draw me in. There were a lot of times in the movie that I was flat out bored and was like, "All right, let's move on." And like I ended up looking at my phone a few times and just like not paying full attention. You're a disappointment, sir. I look. I just I don't. You know, it was like the very beginning at the bar. I was just like, "Man, this is dumb. I don't like this part." It's a Muppet this movie. Is... What did you expect? <laughs> Not them at, a, like, a CD bar, but it's also, like, fucking, what, what is it? Almost pre-80s, so, like... 1979. Yeah. So, but, like, yeah, I, um... Have you ever like, seen I, a Muppet movie? I saw the one, the, 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 the newest two. Um, oh, okay, the in ones... In theaters. I saw them both in theaters. Both with Jason Siegel. Those ones. I don't think Jason Siegel was in the second one, was he? He might not have been, but his, quote, brother, uh, his character's brother was. Oh, okay. Um, but I think Jason Siegel at least probably had something to do with writing and producing it. Yeah, probably. I think he's like a he, big he, Muppet fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he wrote and pro- wrote or produced and or produced the first the first not the first one, but the that that new one. Um, but you know, it, like I I I thought it was fun. I laughed at times, but like there there were instances where I I'm just sitting in here, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, all right, let's just move on with, with this and. Let's go. Drew, what did you think? I mean, it was delightful. I don't 100% disagree with some of what Richie's saying, though. Like, there were times I also kind of spaced out on it. But, like, everything... Like, the songs are great. The cameos are funny. And, like, oh, hey, look. And then, you know, like, the Muppet fourth wall breaking, whatnot. Like, it's a good day. Look, it is the debut of the second most famous song about rainbows. It's true. What is the most famous song about rainbows? Oh, come oh, on. Fucking so. think about it, man. Um, oh. Also from oh, yeah, a movie. That, that, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I, I know the song. No, c- come on. Nope. What song is it? Is it Somewhere Under the Rainbow? No. Right? Or, so close. <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about. That's the thing. I don't know, I don't know song You're, you're you one word that. off. What's it from? I, I don't know. I just know a Hawaiian dude sings it, man. All super no, Rich. I or at least the I version, appre- versions I, I know you. are are the Hawaiian dude. 
Like it's somewhere over the rainbow from the Wizard of Oz. Yes. <laughs> I know I know the Hawaiian version you're talking about though. That is a very that's, good version. That's the that's the only version I know of that song. Yeah, no, the the original is Judy Garland singing it in the Wizard of Oz and um there's also I, I want to say Me First and the Gimme Gimme's did a cover of it or Newfound probably. Glory. One of the two. Maybe both. They could have both. both done it. I am shocked me if both have done it. I've never seen that movie all the way through. The Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Neither have I. I've seen bits and bobs, but that's it. Yeah, I've no. seen it way too many times. Nope. Ne- never seen it all the way through. Still no. Somewhere over the rainbow. I didn't realize that was in that movie. It's up where all the bluebirds fly. Over the rainbow. You you want to know what movie I, I uh, associate Somewhere Over the Rainbow with? You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. But do you want to know what movie I associate that song with? Yeah, I do. Uh, fucking Fifty First Dates. Was it in that movie? Yes. Chase. Oh, is that where the oh, Hawaiian nice. version of it gets played? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, to go back to to the Muppets, um, it's just it it was a wonderful little movie. I actually don't know that I've ever if I have seen the entire original Muppet movie. It was when I was a child in like the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've seen some of the other ones um, between then and the like the Jason Segel one. I never saw the sequel, Most Most Wanted. Yeah, I can't remember if I saw the second of I, those recent ones. I know I saw the two more recent ones uh, in theaters. Um, I've probably seen like Muppet Christmas Carol and like Treasure Island and whatnot. I have zero recollection of them nowadays. Like I vaguely know like the Treasure Island one, I think vaguely and so like i wasn't even counting like those ones like i was thinking um like uh muppets take manhattan um muppets from space like i forgot all about like like i didn't forget about but like yeah like a muppet christmas carol is the best version version of a christmas carol like it's (laughs) it's got fucking michael Caine playing ebenezer scrooge against a fucking a bunch of fucking puppets i'm pretty sure a muppet christmas carol and muppet treasure island are like the genesis of that replace every movie uh take a movie replace all but one actor with muppets meme yeah you know what john wick yeah fucking it would work Can you imagine Keanu Reeves just, like, running through buildings, just murdering puppets? Whoa, whoa. You're not replacing the dog. What? You you replace even even Keanu Reeves with Muppets, and just the dog is the only character that you don't replace. No, No, because the dog, the dog's not in it. There's a dog at the very beginning, at the very end. Have you ever seen John Wick? Yes. At the very beginning, he gets a dog, and then he gets killed, and then he gets redemption for the dog. Yeah, the whole reason that the Muppet movies and, work and the, is then, because there's, then, like, a human in the whole thing. And then he gets another dog. At the end, he rescues a dog from a shelter. Yeah, no. After he kills everyone else for his dead dog. You have to keep Keanu. Okay, just think about it. Think about it. How good would it be watching Keanu Reeves just fucking fist fight a bunch of puppets? Oh, yeah, I know. It, it, it would be fantastic. And, like, Ker- be fantastic. Kermit would be John Leguizamo's character? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... Uh, the owl whose name, or not the owl, the the eagle whose name I'm fucking blanking on would Sam. be Sa- Sam. Thank you, eagle. Sam. He would he would have to be the 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 dude's father. Yeah, Gonzo would be the dude. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, Gonzo is Theon Greyjoy. Yes. But, yeah. Um, animal is animal would be the um. Actually, no. You know what? Animal would no. Animal can't be the dog. Well, no. I was gonna say. So I was gonna say animal should be like the dude who shows up with um the guys to clean up the bodies at John Wick's house at the beginning. Um. But then, like, like Honeycutt and Beaker 
Like, that would also suit them, like, yeah. cleaning up a crime scene. Because um, that but, would be hilarious. But what if it was Statler and Baldorf? <laughs> Just come and in, clean it up, but also make witty commentary about how fucking ridiculous it is that they have to clean this yeah. shit up. No, so as sad as it is to say this, they would have to um, replace Lance Reddick and um, um, the other guy, the guy who runs the hotel. So, like, mm. rather than being these, like, stoic, like, businessmen, it would just be fucking those two. <laughs> who, who, who is that that runs the hotel? I can't remember that actor. Is, uh, I, I, I know him when I see his face, and I can, like, it's one, he's one of those guys I can picture his face, but I'm drawing yeah. a fucking Ian McShane. It's Ian McShane. Ian McShane, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, it, this movie writes itself. Who, who is Willem Dafoe? Oh. Miss Piggy? Oh, 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 you oh no, no, no. Miss um... Piggy would have to be Miss Perkins, the the female killer. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I mean, I guess it also would. Make... Actually, I guess Kermit could be Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like that, like the edgy, experienced hitman sniper, John Wick's friend. Guys, this shit. Like, it's a shame that Disney would never do it because this just writes itself. I mean, it doesn't write itself. It's already been written. No, but it, it also writes itself. Um. But. Anyway, more on the Muppet movie. I I do love that this this world lore that they make in these Muppet films that the Muppets are just everyday things for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah, and no one no one bats an eye at it. Uh-huh. Like fucking and and it's just some random uh freaking uh Hollywood guy boating in the swamp bayous of wherever the south it might have been with a variety a most recent hollywood variety newspaper in his pocket saying oh you got a week to get to hollywood and it's just like how is how is seeing kermit a singing ukulele playing frog or no banjo Banjo. playing frog how is this normal and i like they they do that with like everything muppets and it's like Pretty much every Muppet movie is, or like the this movie, the sequel to this one, um, and then even like the more recent ones, they are straight up continuations. The most, the more recent ones were not reboots. No, yeah, they're they're, they're like, sequels. The, the they were sequels where the Muppets like separated and stopped, and then like the friggin' even the ABC like Office Muppet show that was on for I think it was just a season. Which was fantastic, and they should fucking bring that back. Yeah, that I I um, did enjoy that show. It was silly. That 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 was even part of this canon world because it was them running the Muppet Show after the first movie. Because the Muppet Show came back and they started like a variety talk show with Miss Piggy and whatnot. Like, yeah, it's just it's so great, and I love I just love that. Oh yeah, a uh, talking stuffed bear is normal to these people. He's Gonzo, a comedian. Whatever the- Thank you very much. Gonzo, whatever the fuck he is, is normal to these people. I just, I love the idea. Like, no one, like, double takes or anything about it. Yeah. I, I, and I will, I will fully admit, like, I was laughing out loud quite a few times at just some of the, the goofy, like, just dumb jokes. Like, when they're at the car dealership and the, the car salesman's just like, if it's on the tag, that's the price. You're not paying a penny more or a penny less. And yeah. I, I don't know what the big, the big Muppets name is. But he like Sweetums. Thank you. He he swatted the fly right between it and it put the little the 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 dot between it and they're just like, yeah. "Oh cool, we'll take that one for 12.75 or 11.75. Also, you owe us a quarter because uh our car traded for $12. You owe us and it was 11.95. Right, right, and it was a nickel. nickel. Yeah. 
Um, like, like, yeah, it had, it had some funny, silly points. Um, I liked that. I, I, you know what? One thing, I guess, because I'm not, like, someone to have watched a lot of these older movies, and I'm not saying I'm not a fan of the older movies, but, like, I didn't, I didn't recognize Mel Brooks. I didn't recognize some of the other guests. Oh, see, I recognized Mel Brooks immediately. Mm -hmm. So the only, the only actor I really recognized, and it was most, it was his look, but mostly his voice, was the mayor of the town that was doing the beauty pageant when he was announcing the winners. Did you not recognize Steve Martin? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, Steve Martin. I forgot about Steve Martin. I was going to say, Steve Martin him. has basically looked the same yeah. for the last Steve, 50 years. He has just Martin. always had gray hair. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't age. Um, that's weird. That opened up. My computer's going crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, and I don't even know the actor's name. I just remember him from, uh, a lot of TV shows. I think. Was he in, was he mad about you? Is it like the dad and mad about you or something? I don't know. I can't remember. I honestly don't remember what I know him from. I just recognize him. I was like, oh, it's that guy. And no one else. I didn't recognize really anybody else. Cause this movie is, it is nine years older than me. And so, like, I don't, I, like you've gone over before. I don't watch these older movies. I don't really do it. So, like, the cameos themselves really didn't, I really didn't, like, pay attention to. After watching it, I did look up, uh, cause, Disney has all of the original Muppet show shows. I was like, I should watch these, but I really don't think they're going to hold up at all. Not because they're going to have, like, bad content, but because it's going to have all stars from back then, and I don't know any of them. None of them I'm going to recognize or really even care about. But, like, some of them still just hold up. Like, I mean... Like, Cloris Leachman was in it. She was, um, she was, uh, the, the secretary that was allergic to animals. But I don't, I don't, I don't recognize her i don't know what she's from did you ever watch the show raising hope no uh oh we just watched it um she was she's in young frankenstein that see it was in black and white i didn't recognize honestly god you're the worst. honestly i but that's i didn't recognize her and that was watch more how long movies. ago how long ago did we watch young frankenstein like two three months ago maybe more than oh that? yeah no it's been a while so like it's just it's not someone I would recognize or know who they were, and it was pretty much with a lot of the other characters in this in this movie. Dude, we watched Young Frankenstein in November. Wow, that yeah. long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just looked it up real quick. Um, but like I I get it. Like you you do not like you watch recent stuff that interests you. You don't go back and watch classics. Because you're a fucking heathen. No, it's just, I, like, I don't, I, I'm, and I'm not refusing to go back and watch them. It's just, I don't, I don't have a reason to watch them kind of thing. Like, I, I, like, the, the only reason, I, I probably never would have gone back and watched this movie because, uh, without this suggestion. Otherwise, if I had a choice, yes, between this movie or the 2000, like, 8, 9, 10 version. I would watch 2000, the 2000 whatever one. I just, I have, I have nostalgia for Muppets, but I enjoyed that movie more than I did this one. Oh, holy shit. That movie was from 2011. Yeah. And the sequel was 2014. Like, I was literally going to say, be like, hey man, I think those are from like 2015. No. Like, was, there, it, I, it has been more than a decade since that first one came out. Yeah. That is terrifying. Ugh. Um, anything else either you want to say about Muppets before we move, move along though? It was, it was a good movie. I just, yeah. I just, I, it didn't it captivate me like I was kind of hoping. Which is fair. Um, do either of you have like a coin or something nearby or feel like typing in the Google? 
flip a coin? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I couldn't remember if I still had a coin in this pocket or not. Rich? All right, flip a coin. It's flipping. It's flipping. It's flipping. It's tails. All right. So I, I had two picks that were musical comedies. Um, I assigned them heads and tails earlier before we got started. Um, Drew, you have Peacock, right? Yep. And Rich, you can sign up for a trial of Peacock, right? I guess, if I have to. Yeah. We're going to watch Pitch Perfect 2. Well, it's heads. What would have heads been? Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh. And then then we'll go for tails. <laughs> oh, fucking now that responds now. <laughs> <laughs> really fuck that. Let's do Robin Hood. But... Wait, Rich, do you not like Robin Hood Men in Tights? I've never seen it, but I, it's again, it's an, another one of those older movies that like I honestly would pro I I would probably prefer Pitch Perfect over that movie. And I'm not saying it's probably I I would probably watch it and I'd probably laugh at it, but personal preference for me, I I want to watch Pitch Perfect too. I've never seen it. I I and I've seen the first one. I've always wanted to watch the second and third one. And Drew, you've never seen any of them, right? The Pitch Perfect? Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't. All right. Pitch Perfect 2 is the perfect jumping on point. You you need to know. All you need to know, end of the first movie, they won the fucking championship. First ever all-girls group to win the acapella national championship. That's all you gotta know. Yeah, sure. yes. I probably didn't even need to know that much. I'm sure it, it like... The, it really is important for the beginning matter. of the movie and for the, the setup of the story, but otherwise... They'll like, probably even straight up explain that. You know, I think they I think they do in the first few minutes. It's because it, it's got um Elizabeth Banks and who's that other guy? Like funny guy. I don't remember. I know who you're talking about, but I don't remember who that is. Yeah, like he he's always like he's the funny guy. <laughs> I'm gonna look him up real quick. He's probably got one of those names where it's like we're not even gonna know his name. Yeah, John Michael Higgins. Um, he's just in a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, he's he's got a face that you would recognize when you saw it. Exactly. But yeah, and not a name that you would recognize. Um. Oh wow, he's apparently in the Saved by the Bell reboot that was on Peacock. I guess he's the principal. Huh. Um. But yeah, him and Elizabeth Banks are like the um like the commentators, and they're hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fun movie. I'm pretty sure two is the one with um the Green Bay Packers in it. I think so. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a scene from that uh, from that uh riff off. I'm just I'm I'm scanning to see if that's the oh I'm looking at the first movie so it's not going to be there but yeah I'm I'm pretty sure that that like a an ensemble of the Green Bay Packers are in it so yeah so in two weeks on whatever day that is uh where's my calendar the thirteenth April thirteenth we're going to be watching Pitch Perfect two mm-hmm. sounds good yeah I'm down for that and then I guess we'll we'll figure out a new um a new thing from there. Well, it would be either yours or Drew's pick for genre and the movie, and then that's how we'll go. So since I picked musicals, one of you guys gets to pick the next genre slash movie slash category. You don't have to strictly pick like an action movie, but like if you want, if you want to do, let's say if you want to do movies with a person in it or movies with a certain kind of theme. That's your category, and we'll have to figure out the rest of us. Have to figure out from. So I was actually thinking about this, and I kept meaning to 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 toss it out there, so that we don't have that weird like somebody goes twice. What are your thoughts on like coming up with with criteria like like genre, actor, like dealer's choice, whatever? Basically, assigning them a number, and then like every time we we complete like a cycle, we'll just roll a dice, and we'll see like what the like thing has to be and then we'll we'll determine the the movies or whatever based on that 
I mean, we could do that, but so that the the idea, I guess, for me right now, the idea would be we would have to roll that dice probably next week, so that whoever is going to be picking, so exactly, I, guess I would be picking yeah. next. Yeah, no, I would. You'd yeah. have to give me a week to think about what type of movie I would want, or what movie I would want. Exactly, and like under normal circumstances, we can do it when we decide like the last thing of that cycle. So yeah. like normally, so like be... we would do it today. Under normal circumstances, but since we're, I'm just throwing it out there, we'll do it next week so that you then have a week of like, all right, what's like a movie that I would want to watch like a particular actor in for two more yeah, movies? Yeah. And so I, I, I guess what we have to just like come up with ideas. I, I honestly have, I, I have an idea for a whole set of movies that I came up with today that like, I mean, I, I, I you guys might be interested in it. I don't really know. I like I know all three of the movies we could even watch and talk about. Uh but it would just be like movies with Queen in them and it was gonna be like Wayne's World, uh the the actual Queen biopic and uh shit, what was the other one? Oh, Flash Gordon. Queen's in Flash Gordon? Well the, the Queen well, made the Flash Gordon soundtrack. Song. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they made the soundtrack. Yeah, at the very least little song. Oh, I didn't know that. I also yeah. I don't know anything about Flash Gordon either. Well yeah. Chase. Alright. So the last little bit we have for tonight is this past weekend, I watched a handful of movies. Um, some of them were good. Some of them were fine. None of them were bad. Okay. Which, you know, that's that's saying something with the way movies are. Yeah. So, first one we watched, um, it's this new newer horror movie called Skidamarink. Skidamarink-a-dink-a-dink, Skidamarink-a-doo. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they named it that. Um, it's a super low budget. I think they made it on $15,000. Jesus. Um, and it's, I think it's, it's like labeled as like an experimental horror movie. It's super fucking weird. It was interesting though. Um, it's the, the plot revolves around these two very young children, I think four and six. Um, and they're basically like trapped inside their house alone with some sort of like malevolent ent- entity. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you never actually see anybody though. Like all the camera angles are like these weird like floor shots or like static shots on like hallways with nobody in them. Um so it's really just like a lot of dialogue and a lot of like quick cuts for things. Um but these kids are basically like both their parents suddenly disappear, different things in their house including the doors and windows disappear. Um at one point like the little girl goes upstairs and at first her dad is just sitting very creepily on the edge of the bed and she goes up to him and he he keeps telling her to look under the bed and it's one of those where like you're expecting a jump scare and you're just like don't don't do it don't look under the bed and like nothing actually happens but like eventually she looks back up and her dad's gone but then you see like off like on the periphery her mom is now sitting on the other side of the bed so it's just like a lot of weird like psychological stuff like that where you're anticipating something scary happening and there's maybe only like once or twice in the movie where like there's more of like a jump scare. Um, but it's just it's it was very creepy. Just um it was supposed to be in like the mid nineties too. So like it had that like film green and some of it I feel like some of it was a little overdone, but um it had a very film quality to it where it was kind of grainy. There were a lot of like the markings and stuff like that you would get from from like a legitimate film. Like if you're watching like um like something off a projector. Um yeah. In a way that like I feel like movies never had it that bad, but they they were doing it a little extra just to make it obvious. Mm-hmm. Um definitely were it 
if like you're into just like weird, not totally clear movies, it's worth checking out. If you don't want something that doesn't have a very clear narrative, though, like steer clear of it. Um, it's also it wasn't on anything free. It was like a five dollar rental, I think. Um, but it's one of those movies that like it was it was shown at like a film festival last year and has just had like a whole bunch of buzz about it since then. Um, so we're like, well, let's check it out. Like this seems weird and and different. And it was both weird and different in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one we watched was Jordan Peele's Nope, which was the one that came out uh, last, like, September. Yeah, I wanted to see that. It's good. It's not as good as his other ones. Um, Get Out and Us were both significantly better than Nope, in my opinion. But I think what Nope did better than the other two were its casts, or... I guess not the cast, because, like, the cast and all of them were really good, but, like, the characters and the interactions yeah. and the dialogue and the relationships, all of that was really good. Um, I think, like, the general plot of it was just, it was fine. Like, it was nothing to write home about. It uh, Like, spoilers for things that were definitely in the trailer. It's like, involves aliens. Um, it's a very unique concept for aliens. Um, and I think the way that they go about sort of the final confrontation is actually pretty cool. And like that, the final like half hour was was actually pretty tense. But everything leading up to that, like it was it was more of a mystery than like a horror movie or anything. And the mystery was just really like, well, what the fuck is going on around? Mm-hmm. But yeah, all the characters were really cool. Um, Steven Yen Yun from like Walking yeah. Dead and um, uh, Invincible is in it. He plays yeah. so he plays a child, a-, a former child actor who and like. For some reason, they make a big deal about this in the movie, but it never really, like, has, like, a, an immediate effect. Um, he was on a sitcom in the mid-90s that involved, like, a chimp. And during w- the, the, the very beginning of the movie, they just show you this chimp in a party hat, covered in blood, and a dead body, like, hidden behind a chair. Um, and you find out, like, I don't know, 30 minutes into the movie or so, that him as a child was on this sitcom where... Filmed in front of a live studio audience, they they were filming this thing. One of the chimps that played the part in the show just like lost it and just started murdering people. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the the one body that you see in the beginning apparently wasn't dead, but was like maimed to the point where the woman, it, like when they show her in the present timeline, wears a veil because her face is just so destroyed. Um, and like they just keep like bringing this up for like the the beginning half of the movie when he's around. I'm like. This is weird and, like, doesn't have anything to do with anything other than the fact that he obviously is traumatized and isn't dealing with it real well as an adult. <laughs> but he yeah. he owns, like, a like a Wild West experience place where, like, like, rodeo, like, faux Old West town set up. And he is buying horses from, like, the two main characters um, who run, like, a, like a horse farm where they do... Um, they do Hollywood, like, horse training. So, like, they would be the ones bringing horses in for, like, filming scenes in movies where people are riding them and whatnot. Um, but they're, like, they're on hard times right now, so they keep selling, like, their horses to to this guy's, like, theme park thing. Yeah. Um, I believe this was actually free now. I think it's on Amazon Prime, if you have Prime. So, it, if you liked, I will say, like, it's still a good movie. Like, it was interesting. I was just, I was remembering us and get out and how good they were and like this just didn't quite meet those two i haven't been able to see either of those i haven't been able to see any of his movies i want to see all of his movies but yeah i think 
Us is my favorite of the three, but Get Out was also really, really good. Mm-hmm. Just real quick before you move on, uh, I was looking up Steven Yoon because he's got a new uh, series. I thought it was a movie. He's got a new series. It's going to be on Netflix called Beef. So I was trying to remember what it was, uh, what it was called. And the image of the show for it on, uh, on Google, I swear was just an image from him in, uh, The Walking Dead. But it turns out it's, it's actually like the title card image for the show. But I just, I was like, man, this just looks like they took a Walking Dead still from him and added it to this, to this page. And what if they did? (laughs) You know what? Good on them. But uh, that that show actually does look good. It's like a comedy drama. It stars him and Ali Wong, and it looks interesting. Oh, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the last movie that we watched was called We Have a Ghost. It's like a Netflix original movie. Um, it's actually got um Anthony Mackie, like from mm-hmm. from the Marvel stuff, and um David Harbour from Stranger Things. So yeah. um. Like the, the 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 idea of the movie, it, it's more like a family comedy than like a horror movie, right right off the bat. Um, Anthony Mackie's family basically moves into the haunted house. Um, like the house just from the outside looks like shit. Like it hasn't been kept up on because nobody lives there, because for the last fifty years everyone gets scared out of it. Um, and they waste zero time with one of the kids who's like a teenager, like like mid to late high school, um, going into the attic and finding a ghost, and the ghost is David Harbor who has been dead for 50 years, but doesn't know how he died or anything. Like, he has no memory of his life, um, and he can't communicate directly. Like, he can't talk or anything. So this whole movie, his acting is just, like, body language and facial expression. And, like, he does a really good job getting all that ac- across. Um, like, there, he does not have a single line of spoken dialogue other than some, like, nondescript wailing noises that I don't think are actually, like, him speaking so much as, like, haunting power sort of stuff yeah um but it kind of goes from they capitalize on the fact that they have a ghost um and like it they go like the family goes viral and we find out that ghosts are real and the government comes looking for him and then the kid and his neighbor decide to like find out what happened to to him and like they start discovering that like maybe he was murdered maybe he killed himself maybe he has family out there still so it becomes almost like a like a road trip movie, but like while running from the 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 government, trying to find out like who this guy actually is, and it was mm-hmm. it was good. Um, it it was also like a nice like I guess change of pace you could say going from like the two like more serious horror movies or like thrillers I guess for Nope, um, to just kind of like a goofy family comedy. Yeah, um, and it's on Netflix, and it I a hundred percent. Like, say, like, if you're looking for just something, like, kind of, like, light to put on and just kind of have on while you're doing stuff and sort of pay attention to, it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it did seem, I, I looked it up while you were talking about it. It does seem interesting. I like the cast. The cast is cool. Yeah, it has a good cast. It was funny. Like, it didn't take itself too seriously. At mm-hmm. one point, like, after, like, the family goes viral for everything, um... They're like the husband and wife are having like an argument about stuff, and the wife goes, "Jesus Christ!" And then like they pan the camera around, and there's a dude standing in the window dressed like Jesus, and she walks over and just goes, "Not cool!" and like closes the blinds. Yeah. So like they they knew what they were making and they had fun with it. That's always the best part about some when movies like just like know what they're doing, and so yeah, it just it 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 gives you that like good good sense of like all right, they're not taking themselves too seriously. They know. 
Exactly. Like, they they weren't trying to make... It, it's not all the way like a family comedy, like something you'd find on like Disney Plus sort of stuff. But it's also not like serious. Like, they just... Mm-hmm. They had a good time with it. Yeah. Um, But I think that might be a show. I think so. I guess since I have to sign up for the Peacock, I can finally watch Bel Air. There you go. And, and Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really watch that when I was a kid. I hate. I didn't like that show when I was. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, if you out there in listener land would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at Patreon.com/slash-onequest. If you can't support us there with dollars, though, you can get your favorite podcast platform: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, most other places too, probably. Um, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It all helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And Rich, you're pl- playing Apex for the month. Uh, what, what, what days? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, we'll be playing Apex at least three of those days, and not all four. Depends on how I'm feeling someday. Uh, trying to climb up to rank to see what kind of a celebratory stream we'll have in May. Uh, so come check it out, twitch.tv slash b underscore one Cool. And with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.